0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest. First, I want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, we Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, two great organizations you really need to be a part of. That's WeCoach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Now let's uh, hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Go to hometownticketing.com, and they're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager to provide hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to set up to sell tickets for things like school dances, uh, school plays, uh, concerts, even graduation. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank SnapRays for their support of the podcast. Go to onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com And check out their platform. Uh, they have a variety of services, including a tremendous fundraising platform called SnapRaise. Go to onsnap.com. And check out their platform and how they can help support you as an athletic director and support your coaches. Uh, At OnSnap.com, they're going to provide you tools to give your program the help that it needs. That's OnSnap.com. Check out all of the ways that they can help your athletic department do better. That's OnSnap.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com, use the podcast code ADPOD10, that's ADPOD10, and get 10% off. Start creating custom-branded content for your school's social media channels. Go to Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and see why Huddle is how the world sees sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But as an athletic director, our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the mobile apps, the smart cameras, the analytics. uh, But there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com com and see how your school can become a huddle school we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle join the six million users at huddle.com we also want to say thanks to final forms the industry leader in forms and registration but final forms is more than that final forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility they got reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for athletic directors, final forms can help with eligibility with rosters and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps and find out what final forms can do for you. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with final forms. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Forms by Lifetrack also connects you to the 95% of the parents and the student-athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank the good folks at Sideline Interactive. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their indoor scoring tables and video boards in action. We were one of the first schools in Florida to have a Sideline Interactive scoring table. And it's just fantastic. We use it for games. We use it for pep rallies. We also use it for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is fantastic. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and set up a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action. At sidelineinteractive.com. Check out and see what their fantastic products can do for you. And we want to thank our good friends at Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to recognize your school record boards, all the sports for all the events or your Hall of Fame, go to Vital Signs. walloffame.com. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and a library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom. We have one of our original team members back with us for her third go around. Uh, our guest today is Jen Cease. Jen is a longtime coach, uh, former college athlete, and she's the founder of an organization called Mind to Define. She works with athletes. She works with coaches and teams at a high school and college level. Uh, I'll let her go into uh, all the things that she does, but uh, she's one of our original Wednesday Wisdom team members. And she's back, like I said, for her third go around. Jen C's, welcome back to Wednesday Wisdom.
1: Thanks for having me. Well, I'll get right to it um, because Jake, you gave me the idea uh, for this, for this, it was always good to when you're thinking about what can I talk about? What can I, what kind of value add? And it just so happens that there was something that I shared on social media personally, actually, and then on my, my business account, because I thought, oh, well, this is more than personal. This can relate to my athletes and the coaches that I work with when it comes to mindset and mental skills training. Um, so I'm going to go ahead for the, I know this is listened to a lot, so I'll explain it, but I'll go ahead and share my screen so that people can see now this image, can you see that? Okay, Jake with the mountains. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called mountains that we climb. And I actually saw so a friend sent that to me and just said, I just thought you would like something like this. And of course I did. And what you'll see here is there's four mountains and at the bottom or kind of on the way up are a oppo- and then at the peak are like opposing ideas, if, if you will, you know, on the road to self doubt, the peak is confidence. Uh, climbing up the mountain of loss gives you perspective, which is at the top. Um, at the bottom, at the base might be resentment, but then you find peace. And then at the, at the uh, growth of fail, it, failure, it leads to growth, right? And so I'll share that for a little bit. I will tell you that when I shared it, I got a lot of um, action on it and it drove me crazy because I didn't know where the image came from. So I finally tracked it down because I did an image search um, on Google and found it Used everywhere. I mean, it's used. I've got my notes here. It's used in workplace uh, motivation, psychology, counseling, um, mindset, sports performance, just general motivation, right? Uh, Even grief counseling, you know, loss and things like that. And I, it took me a little bit. It took me a minute, but I was able to track it down. um, Posted through various sites, and there's this great little. Site. It's called um, Doodles to uh, or Decades to Doodles, and so it's a person who likes to share some of her doodling over her decades and the ideas, and she puts it out there. So I wanted to call that out and give proper credit. Um, And for the people who don't see, again, what you're going to see is the the mountains of you know, on the journey to confidence, you're going to experience self-doubt. On the journey to getting perspective, there must be loss. Um, On the journey maybe to getting peace, you're going to experience resentment. And then on the journey for growth, there is failure. Um, So I'll go ahead and stop the share on that. And and so we can talk face-to-face about, you know, the ideas I had around that. Um, And I think you can, I've already done it kind of two ways here, and I think you can put it in a few ways, right? So in some ways, they're kind of, opposites, right? They juxtapose one another, whether, you know, you think of doubt and then confidence, um, resentment, and maybe peace. You kind of think of some of those. What I wasn't ready for was failure and growth. I was ready for failure success, right? That's to either fail or you succeed, which is what I do a lot in the work, the mindset work I do with athletes and coaches and teams, um, and also interesting loss and perspective. Um, And so I thought, wouldn't it be interesting if we reframed some of those like a different way, it kind of helps us reframe typically. Again, like I was gonna say for failure, I would have expected it to be success when actually maybe at the peak it's growth, right? Maybe that the fi- peak isn't success, it's actually growth. You know, To become confident, the peak of that one, we must experience self-doubt, you know, because otherwise with all these juxtaposing ideas, these opposites, so to speak, um, we really don't have any um, context. And I think that's what it is, right? And so for the coaches and athletic directors out there that I know, you know, when our teams win the trophy, when they win the title, when they have those happiest of moments, we don't really know, and they don't truly know how that feels without the opposite with just crushing defeat, right? So when you've lost it, or when you lost your season, um, I'm working with a college team right now who based on injuries and some unforeseen events lost their season. They will not have a season Um, and it will, it's a real challenge to work with them on how we get our mindset and work towards what's around the corner. Um, So I really liked that. And from that perspective, right? So, so from looking at it from one, the journey of the mountain through one to the peak, which is the top. And then that got me to thinking that the peak, right? So we get to the peak. That's what we're striving for but we don't usually stay there, right? Like I've gone skiing, Jake, I don't know if you've ever been skiing, but right. And so whether you tread your way up that mountain or you go on a ski lift um, and enjoy the beautiful view, usually the way down is a whole lot faster, right? Than the journey up and the journey up right through all these. And you could probably think of tons of other ideas as a, as a former coach yourself, self-doubt, loss, resentment, failure. It's the peaks only mean something if we've gone through that. And so when I work with athletes, many times the struggle is they don't like being where they are, right? None of us do. I don't like failure. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like loss. Um, I don't like, you know, to be in a place of resentment. Um, and I definitely don't like uh, self-doubt, which I experienced, but I thought it would be interesting if, you know, we spent a little time talking about I think you and I experience this as coaches and players as well. And we tend to focus mostly on the outcome, right? That peak. We, we outcomes mean something. Did you win? Did you lose? How did you do? What were the numbers? What were the stats? There's whole, Businesses based around statistics keeping, and I love numbers. Statistics are awesome, and we do know though that they don't really tell the whole part of the story. So I wanted to get your your thoughts on what you thought about that. You know, the base versus the peak, and some of those ideas we deal with in sports and performance.
0: Well, uh, you're right. When I did see uh, your post on social media, it it just (laughs) it did speak to me. And sequentially, uh, I, I went through them all. But the fourth one, at least the way I read it was the failure and growth. And and that's the one that kind of leapt out at me the most. And I know this is no surprise for you working with kids, because if you're working with kids, that means parents are also somewhere on the periphery. And this generation of parents, there I said it, these parents.
1: um, Don't worry, I no offense, I'm one of them. Yeah,
0: (laughs) there are so many of them that they want to bulldoze the challenges that, lead to failure and obviously lead to growth out of the way they don't want their kids to experience any of that failure and it's coming from their heart but they don't understand as you do as an athlete as a coach uh that that's how we grow that's how we get better and when we grow and we meet that challenge and we make that accomplishment well guess what you know there's another one right down the road and there's going to be some more failure so that's uh, the other three were absolutely spot on, yeah. uh, but the growth, uh, the failure journey through failure, leading to growth. That's the one that really spoke to me.
1: Yeah. Great. I, and me as well. Um, I actually have a player that, um, I'm, I'm done working with now. She's doing, you know, she just got recruited for college. It was awesome. She's, she's a junior. So she got you know recruited a little early in her process, but before that we worked and, and she actually was a player I can think of that actually experienced all these, um, you know, from uh, loss, meaning, you know, on a club team where she had for the first time in her career, her career, and I put that in quotes, because they're still so young, right? She lost like playing time, she lost what she thought was coach confidence in her, she hadn't yet been, she'd been coached by parents before, which isn't the worst thing in the world, or people that she knew, but really hadn't lost time, right? Never had that battle. So Little did we know when I look back on it, I think of her with this meme that I kind of called out the mountains that we climbed. She climbed loss to get perspective, right? Like, whoa, this is what it really looks like. Um, She definitely had to fight through reaching on to failure to grow, right? The only way she was gonna get her game better was to to take risk and risk means failure. It just does. Um, Total self-doubt and confidence. And here's the cool one that I thought was really interesting. When she was done, she completed her high school season and went back to club. I really thought she wasn't gonna go back there because of, there was such a friction with her and her coach. Um, there was a resentment. I can't, say, I can't say I blame her, I probably would have felt the same way, but it was awesome to see that at the end of the last club season, there was a picture of the two arm in arm and they had come to some understanding. Like you said, sometimes failure, struggle, that can actually bring people together, right? And we grow from it and bring us together. So she reminds me of those um, four peaks um, of somebody that's gone through that journey. And you're exactly right, Jake. I We all have our different motives, um, whether we want our kid at a certain level, whether we went through something and we don't want them to go through it, or whether it just flipping hurts, man. I've got to Uh, My oldest right now will probably go play in a varsity game tonight. And again, this season, he will probably not play. I can look at that in a number of ways, but the thing that always hits me first is the fact that I'm his mom and it crushes my soul, right? To see him crushed. But I know that. I could call the coach, I I won't, I could, you know, joystick him, I could try to, you know, push this through for him, and I want to, believe me, I want to deep down, but I also know that I can't, because if I do, I take away, I take away all his power, I take away the lessons that he'll get from this. Um, still hurts, (laughs) I'm still human, but I don't want to take that from him. So I will, uh, close this here. And then if you have any questions and please, you know, I like the banter. Um, there were kind of three things that kind of came out with this for, um, coaches as athletic directors, we may we're mentoring, not just players, but coaches, right. And parents and, and players themselves, if they're on here is that, you know, that peak at the mountain, right. It's like this tiny, beautiful little snow cap but it's so tiny. Right. And we don't ever usually stay there. We ski right back down. You know, we climb to go back down and start a new journey. So outcome, right. The peak is the outcome. And so I encourage them to, you know, look for more than that, look for more than the outcome, look for more than that, because they are more than that. You know, the athletes are more than the outcome that they got. And we know that, um, but to kind of reiterate that, and that's what I'm working on with my own son. Right. So How he practices, how he shows up for his team right now needs to matter more than stepping on the field. I want him to get there, but the outcome can't be their only measure he and I use. The second of three is for us as coaches to play the percentage. And what I mean by that is, you know, let's pretend everybody has their own percentage, but let's say 5% of what we do in games is outcome, right? And every 95% is process, journey, struggle, failure in a season. Um, You don't ever have to ask an athlete about an outcome because they will tell you when my six-year-old scores three goals, that's the first thing she'll tell me. I never have to ask. (laughs) So, you know, we reap what we recognize. So if we only recognize outcome, you know, don't be surprised then when the people that get the outcome sometimes get them in a way that we don't like, right? They may if i only reward harper for scoring 3 goals if that's the only way she's going to get funnel fries that night at the concession stand which she loves then i can't be upset with the fact that she might become a selfish player to do that right but if i you know reward the process and then celebrate the goals then fantastic that might be a better way to do it and last but not least i had a player jake that that i still work with on and off and she is so smart and she's so in her head and she's fantastic for all those reasons. But she said something to me that I want to credit her for. Her name is Addie. And she said, you know how they do Instagram and they'll do like highlight reels. She's like, right. I think they should do low lights. And I said, what do you mean by that? And she's like, well, we all have more lowlights than we have highlights. And isn't it important how we handle those? And I was like, out of the mouths of babes, right? Like out of the mouths of a very wise 15 year old um, who's beyond her years, but like nobody likes the low lights but just like the the base of that mountain, that which is the base and the trunk and everywhere to get to the peak, most of the journey is either meh lights or low lights that we may not wanna celebrate them but we can sure as heck honor them. So the third would be honor the low lights. So, you know, more than the outcome, play the percentage, and honor the low lights. And if we can do that as for ourselves, probably first, for our coaches, for our athletes, I think their journeys and uh, will be better. And that'll circle right back around probably to the outcomes that they're looking for.
0: Well, great stuff. You probably saw me writing, uh, taking those notes uh, down. Uh, as you were talking about, uh, you know, the struggle, um years ago i i heard a coach speak and he, uh, he used a word that i always would try to insert uh with my parents not my own parents our parents of our kids uh about that and it's not a grind you know it's not work it's not a struggle but our kids are they're striving they're striving to achieve a you know, whatever that goal is that mountaintop that peak right. um and the other thing you know th- your analogy about skiing. You know, whether we are struggling or grinding or striving, that process takes a lot of time. But the descent down from whatever you want to call it, growth or success or victory, that trip down can be a lot faster yeah. than uh, what it was coming up. So uh, just the the if we use struggle or strive, it never ends because there's Absolutely. that next goal. There's that next growth. OK, Jen, um, for. Some of our new listeners, they might not be totally familiar with Mind to Define. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Uh, you know, take, you know, two or three minutes and speak to that uh, cranky old athletic director out there that doesn't (laughs) understand uh, how your program and what you do can help them and why they should get in touch with you. And we'll give out that contact information later. So what's the, what is uh, Mind to Define?
1: Great. Uh, mine to define is, frankly, I coach mental skills. So, you know, we've added insert sport, right? Whether it's wrestling, swimming, football, soccer, baseball, doesn't matter. Insert sport, we train all the physical skills, right? And sometimes we train sport-specific skills and we'll train, you know, overall athleticism skills, speed, agility, what we're still we're lacking is mental skills and I would say that most of the time I mean I felt that way as a coach if I have to look back on the things that like oh frustrated me at the end of a game or end of the season nine times out of ten they weren't the physical skills we were repeating over and over and over it was those mindset moments the they don't believe in themselves when it's three and two and there's a runner on third they don't you know, they've taken that penalty kick over and over and can do it practically with their eyes closed, but they have to take it in a clutch moment and they, they don't believe in themselves. Their self-talk is negative. Maybe their home talk is negative. I don't know necessarily, right? But self-talk is something we can control. In other words, what I'm saying is that, you know, old school, uh, you know, decades ago when I played um, there, we didn't do so many additional skills beyond our sports specific. And we've all grown, we've we've changed, we've matured, sports have matured and have advanced. And I just believe that this is another level we give to our athletes and eventually who are, you know, they're more than athletes, they're students as well. And one day, you know, that rounded person where athletics contributes one way or the other, I think this is a skill they can use uh, here and beyond.
0: Wow, that was pretty good. I uh, hope that's on the website. Speaking of the website, if one of our uh, listeners wants to get in touch with you and listeners, I really encourage you to do so. How do they get a hold of Gen C's?
1: Absolutely. My email is real easy. Jen, although I have to do Jen with one N. I just go by one N. I don't know. I, <laughs> some do go by two. Jen at mind And it's just like it signs, mind to, to define. And that's www.mindtodefine.com. Okay,
0: very cool. Jensies, thanks so much for sharing on Wednesday Wisdom. All the best with your athletes and your teams uh, moving forward. And uh, um, thanks
1: for spending time with us today. Fun as always. Thanks, Jake.
0: For listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Come back next Wednesday for more Wednesday Wisdom and just about every day on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Before we go, we want to say thanks again to our sponsors, Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake for more information. I want to thank SnapRaise, a great fundraising platform. Go to snapraise.com and your school can start raising thousands and thousands of dollars like my school did. I want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. They sponsor the Toolbox segment. If you're not using a survey for your kids and your parents, you're really missing out. Go to athleticsurveys.com to get started. I want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and start selling your tickets digitally. That's hometownticketing.com. I also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and see how they can help your school, your coaches, your kids using video and analytics. That's Huddle. Com. Your coaches will love the mobile apps, the smart cameras. Of course, they'll love the analytics. That's huddle.com. Also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor scoring tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to schedule a live web demo. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. I want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use the podcast code ADPOD10. That's Gipper.com. Start creating world class marketing content. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got interactive touchscreen consoles that can help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, your teams, both past and present. Go to Vital Signs walloffame.com and get started recognizing your student athletes like we said both past and present thanks again for listening to the wednesday to this episode of wednesday wisdom on the educational 80 podcast remember our partners we coach and the global community of women in high school sports Um, we'll see you next time on wednesday wisdom and just about every day for the educational 80 podcast have a great day